lonely. Master of the Knights of Ren. I've never faced such a test. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Talks first. I'm one of your hosts, MCT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And today we're going to do the Resistance Arc podcast. We're gonna do the thing because the Solo trailer comes out tomorrow. Yep. Most more than likely, uh, Ron Howard did this sneaky tweet so that he sure. was like going back to the editing room to finish up Solo. Also, who's gonna win the Super Bowl? So. Uh huh. Uh, I heard rumors that it was also maybe going to premiere at on Good Morning America instead huh. on Monday, but I think for sure it's going to be during the Super Bowl. I think the Super Bowl is going to have a little bit more of an audience, so that's probably where it's going to... Because it's not like they don't have the money to get the slot for the Super Bowl. No, no. The, I think the Super Bowl slot sounds much more exciting. So probably next week we'll be about solo. We'll probably be our, our solo predictions podcast. Yeah. Because we have so hype for that movie. Right, Solo? Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, Solo's coming out. So we'll probably talk about that next week and then I've week- been out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're out for a while now. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> and then Rebels comes back the week after that. Ah, that's so, right. And I, 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 that one I'm more excited for. Me too. And Rebels is having the airing schedule of two episodes a week. And so Rebels is going to be done by this time oh, it in is? March. It's yes. going to be double again? Yep. I kind of like that. Just because I'm like, ooh, I like double episodes. I do too. I don't want it to be over that quick, but I'm also I do want to, yeah, enjoying. I want to spread it out. But we're going to get some cool things from the animation pipeline soon, so. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. And other big news is that the they announced the comic adaption of The Last Jedi, which uh, I'm telling you now, uh, pull that for me, if you can. Yeah, I can go um, get it pulled. It's not, being, it's not uh, happening until May, okay. but comic adaption of The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens one was not good, mm-hmm. but I I like the comic adaptions. They're, well, I mean, especially in these cases where I really like the characters, so I like just seeing them in all of these different forms. Mm-hmm. So... Because soon we get the the novelization. The novelization's in early March. Mm-hmm. And then the comic adaption will be in May. I'm still praying that we get a Lego Star Wars. A Lego TFA. It's not going to be as easy because I don't feel like there were that many, like, action, like, act sequences that you can turn Lego-y. Yeah, but actually but maybe. I, I think they'll think still I'm make lying. it. I hope so. And yes, there is. Like, they'll just turn things like the, the whole... Uh, resistance spotline, but yeah. like with Finn and Rose. No, like that that plotline will be totally fine. I'm just not Absolutely. totally sure how they will Lego fi the Octu storyline. They'll probably just have you training a lot. Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the, there was a a thing that I was gonna try try to apply to go to, but I forgot. Uh, that Ryan Johnson did a Q and A. Oh, here in Los Angeles, and, and you missed it. I just forgot. So many people sent it to us, and I just forgot. <sighs> Because actually, the one thing I would have asked was asked, and I'm very proud of it, because Ryan Johnson confirmed I could have written down the actual quote, but I'm not going to. So instead, you're going to get my version of it. Uh huh. That basically, Kylo Ren Ben Solo was a man with a plan when coming when with Snoke. Okay. So going into the throne room. Going to the throne room, he said that Ben knew he was going to kill Snoke. He didn't know how. Right. Yet, but. 
He, my boy touched hands with a girl. Uh-huh, and had a plan. And, and had a plan. Yeah, that's, ba- I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of that's what kind we, of what I we said, thought, yeah. yeah. And I don't think he had details. No, no. Like, and like that's, oh. what, that, what I thought, that's what I always meant with, like, man with oh. a plan. Yeah. Like, did he go in that room knowing he was going to kill Snoke? Yeah. Which, I, by the way that elevator scene went, I had kind of thought that. Mm. Because when Ray was telling him that, like, you're not going to bow before Snoke, Kylo didn't deny that. He was like, yeah, I know that mm-hmm. because me and you are going to take over the galaxy, like, right now. Together. So, and we're gonna up. We're going to rule the world. And then we can touch hands again, right Canonly, this story takes place, these first two movies, over a week at most. So this boy went from being, like, lifetime groomed by this man uh. to being, like, I've met this girl a few <laughs> days ago. <laughs> she let me touch fingers. And I'm gonna kill him. I'm going to take over the galaxy for All her. I ever needed was for somebody to reach out. I mean, that was my entire, like, thing with Naruto. I was like, all Sasuke needs is a hug, and this will, ch- like, everything will be fine. And Kylo Ren proves it. You yep. just need someone to be like, I'm here for you. And they'll be like, what? I thought I was all alone! Nope, instead we're gonna have this really poetic, altar-shot, filmed, mm-hmm. symbolic thing where we're telling each other that you're not alone, neither are you, being like, we're not gonna leave each other. Mm-hmm. And that makes it heart so much heartbreaking when she leaves him with good reason oh, but yeah. still it breaks my heart yeah it hurts but you're like you, you're doing the right thing girl but oh. ben zolo knew he was he was going in there to kill snoke awesome he could have been touching hands his whole life and snoke was He's not like, about that shit <laughs> this is what you wouldn't let me do you wouldn't let me touch hands with girls i could have been touching lots of girls hands come on <laughs> i could have at least been asking <laughs> Uh, now it's time for our commercial break. Oh, yeah. By today's sponsor. Uh, you. Me. <laughs> Go to Squadron Goals on Etsy, and I have a bunch of new items, including an entire l- line of 12 new plushies. And the Porg plushies are back. Mm-hmm. So if you want any of those, yeah! Now's the time to get them, now- and here's, the, here's my, it's gonna sound biased, but it's non-biased. They're so fucking cute, guys. Especially Ahsoka. I think she's so cute, and I want 20 of her. And also, I got a restock on the balance pins, and those oh, yeah. are running out again, so if you want those, there you go. So, this is another podcast. This is the Resistance podcast that we talked about doing for three weeks. It's not going to be great, because my notes include a drawing of Ray, an elf boy. Yeah. Um, and some scribbles. That but, Ray's really cute, though. Look at her you. whip. Thank you. They're for- luscious. <laughs> they are luscious. I like he just it. wants to smooch. With, with that, let us begin the Resistance <laughs> podcast. Here we go. The Resistance storyline, which is sort of the B plot of uh, the Last Jedi. We've touched on a little bit because we touched on Poe, right? Didn't we, t- we, already? we touched on Poe and Holdo a little bit this week, and of course that will still come up. We yeah, probably absolutely. won't d- talk about it too long. We're going to focus more on Finn and Rose in this episode, and the Resistance plot. It starts off, it's the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and starts off with Poe Dameron kind of uh, giving General Hugs a good time. Yeah, which was hilarious. So funny. And that was the funniest opening to a movie I've seen in a long time. It, it got me so pumped. Like, I even liked that more. Thor Ragnarok was a very funny movie, but like the mm-hmm. opening where like Thor was like spinning on the chain, it yeah. went on for a little too long and I didn't find it funny, I found it annoying. The pacing of this I thought was amazing. It, it was really good. 
So Poe Dameron kind of goes in, he's uh, clearing out the, the guns on the dreadnought, and senses his bombers, even though good old Leia Organa is like, hey, everyone you're fucking sending in right now is gonna die. So don't do that. Bring him back. And Poe just turns off. He's like, fuck, I know not No, he just, he just turns off the messages from Leia, and he's going to basically go do whatever he wants. And sends oh. in the bombers, all the bombers besides Paige Chico get destroyed before... Mm-hmm. I mean, Paige gets destroyed too, but mm-hmm. not until... But by her own hand. But, ish. Ish, yeah. <laughs> ish. Yeah. Poor Paige. Yeah. I really, I want to, I'm probably going to see The Last Jedi again this week. I just, I miss it when I'm not seeing it. I know. And Paige had such a good character. Mm-hmm. For. I, for, like, two seconds of screen time. And I think she had one line. I think she says her, like, co-pilot E's name. name, and that's no. it. And I'm already, like, very attached to her. I know, and it sucks. Because <laughs> she's dead. And, like, reading her story, and have you seen the comic art for the new, the Force of Destiny, Rose and Paige comics? No. The art is so cute. Ah. It's so cute. I love it. And, so, with the, with Rose and Finn's arc, we'll, we'll start, I mean, obviously Finn wakes up and... He's naked. <laughs> he's naked. <laughs> and And, understandably, his first concern is Ray. And, at first... This makes more sense to me now, but at first, for mm-hmm. a while, with the way they were promoting Finn and how he was even written in the Visual Dictionary, yeah, I didn't like that they made his entire character arc about Rey. Yeah. And I get that that's sort of the point, that he grows from that, mm-hmm. but I think we've even talked about that a little before, but gender reversal. Yeah. That really rose me the wrong way. Yeah, no, because I don't like it when anyone's just an accessory mm-hmm. to another character. That's annoying. We see it more often with females, but that doesn't mean I'm okay when it happens with males either. All your characters should be strong by themselves, and you shouldn't have to make them seem that way. It's not too hard to make a character, like, dynamic. No, and... Or their storyline dynamic, because, like, I like Finn as a character. Mm -hmm. And thankfully this movie did him a lot of justice, but, uh... Yeah, just the way they were promoting it, I think just because they wanted to keep so much stuff secret, made it seem really accessory Yeah, which, yeah, again, I didn't like the, because the Visual Dictionary, I think... He's obsessed with Ray and Ray and Ray, 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 Ray. Like, Finn's article has three mentions of Ray, but Ray's article doesn't have a single mention of Finn, Mm -hmm. at least if I'm remembering that properly. Just wasn't a huge fan of how they were promoting Mm -hmm. that aspect, but again, with how they took his storyline, it did make a lot more sense with Mm -hmm. Him being like, we need to find Ray. I mean, the first thing when he wakes yeah. up is clearly the last thing he remembers is being knocked out by Kylo, mm-hmm. and he was fighting with alongside Ray. And Ray had been knocked out by Kylo previously, because he never sees her stand back up. No, he doesn't know. So as far as he knows, is she's she could be dead. Yeah, she could be super deadsies. So he's he's walking around in his little his a uh, Finn naked leaking bag. Mm-hmm. And good old Poe Dameron is the first one to come to his... Which, how many people must have been passed before someone saw him? Before so, so, so someone was like, what, is, what are you doing? They're just like, let him go find Poe. Poe po wants to see this. I it's don't want to deal with this naked man right now. We'll go uh, get Poe 
we were under the, the impression of, like, they were going to reunite. They have the nice little scene where mm-hmm. he asks where Ray is, and then we cut back to Act 2. And Leia bitch slaps Poe mm-hmm. and says, fuck you, basically. Yeah. You're demoted. You got so many people killed. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're heroes. She's like, they're dead. <laughs> dead heroes. Yeah. And cool, but we can't ever use them and again. And this is this and... is what I do like is like we have dead heroes, but there was no leaders mm-hmm. on that. And I think that speaks so heavily to Holdo's story arc. And yeah, again, we're not going to focus a ton on Holdo, but I'm definitely we have to bring her up yeah. um, a decent amount because she's a big part of the storyline. Is that even though I'm a firm believer that Holdo did no- did nothing wrong mm-hmm. when it term- came to terms with her leadership. She knew she was the leader, and she made the sacrifice for the resistance. Yeah. And so even though she had done everything, in my in my opinion, correctly... Me too. I, I same way. She knew her place as the leader and the one to sacrifice herself for the mistakes that were made. Right. So she took responsibility for it. And that yeah. is that is a sign of a good leader. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Because anyone can send... People to their death. <laughs> yep. But to put yourself in that position and to take ownership of that is another thing. And before it rubbed me the wrong way, this is like skipping forward a little mm-hmm. bit, but like how all the captains just like kept going down with their ship. Why? Mm-hmm. You guys just, you know what I mean? It's like, why don't you guys just get on the thing? And it's like, oh, I think it's supposed to be symbolic of that. Like they're taking ownership mm-hmm. of what's happening. And you're like, okay, I guess. I, I still like, think there should be autopilot, but <laughs> you would think. I guess or a droid like, that can fly it, uh, but three okay. PO's not about that life. Three PO's like get me out of here. Absolutely not staying sacrificed. Three PO talking no. about some other droid. Some. I'm droidist. <laughs> the the medical droids. Yeah, yeah, they're they're here to save lives. So, and also the medical droids kind of freak me out. Yeah, they're a little creepy. Also, not resistance based. We look at them in the visual dictionary. Snoke's little map keepers or like they're so navigators. The creepiest things. But yeah. I want to see more of them. Me too. They scare me though. They're scary, but also super cool looking. Mm-hmm. And so they're in. They're actually in the movie. They're in the throne room scene, but they just disappear. Oh, so, are they just there in the background? Yeah, they're in the background when they first walk in, but then they just disappear. And now I'm even more afraid of them, even though I think that was just a continuity uh-huh. error. But I'm like, nope, they nope. just scare me even they're more They're like now. Death Eaters, and they can just evaporate like, away. Scary. Anyway, back to Poe getting slapped. Poe gets slapped. Poe gets demoted. Finn's kind of wondering if they're flying through hyperspace, how they're going to get Rey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia's like, homing beacon. Hey, guys. This is our second commercial interruption. Uh, this is like a YouTube video where it's like oddly timed, and you're like, wait, why here? Why here? Because I have a commercial! Up on Squadron Goals, uh, my Etsy store, you can pre-order the Homing Beacon pin. It's limited edition 100, I'm not making more than that because I wasn't even supposed to be able to make 100. So, if you want a Homing Beacon pin, it's cool and it lights up, so... You have a button on the back, and you it's it's fastened with a safety pin, so you can put on a bracelet and then light it and light your way home, and you can get it in a set as well. So, check it out. I think I'm about halfway gone, so, hey. There was that. Okay. Let's jump forward a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Leia gets knocked unconscious through the thing. She uses the Force. I, some people are, I'm not, I don't get people who are upset with this scene, because Leia is like, we've known Leia's had the Force empi- since Empire Strikes Back. Yep. 
We've known that. Yep. And I understand maybe thinking the shot was a little cheesy looking. Yeah. I, I think it was cheesy looking. Me too. I did think it was cheesy looking. But I definitely don't think... But people are so mad that she can use the force. Of course she can. Of she's always been able to. And if she's gonna be able to use it at any time, it's just gonna be to save her life. Yeah. I, do, I don't understand why... I mean, besides, you know sexism right like yeah i i i'm i agree with the the, the critique that it was a little like cheesy looking yeah I, it, it I, was just too stiff i it yeah. makes sense you're in space get frozy but, but it's, it's, it's a still, little it's a little yeah. stiff looking and but the fact that and so then i thought when i was hearing people were upset about it i thought it was just because that it, like it wasn't the best looking vfx mm. but i'm like oh you're upset that leia can use the force even though she's been able to since even though she's luke's twin and has should be able to do exactly the same stuff that he can he's mm. just been trained you're upset about that cool well, i mean they were upset about ray who i mean leia's had more training technically than ray has and she never leia never formally trained but luke's been there and kind of explaining things to her that's in the aftermath books and it's in bloodline a bit that luke would at least teach her some stuff not nothing about rocks but more about like an emotional balance mm-hmm. so yeah, i don't know why people are upset about things but let's let's fast forward to uh to to rose and and finn meeting for the first time which i adore this scene because it's heartbreaking yep um rose kind of has this hero worship of finn finn is in the meantime just trying to abandon ship and what I really like about Finn's story arc in this is that you do sort of see it from his perspective because when you think about it from how Finn sees it, he just sees it as him trying to, like... Go save Ray. Go, go save his friend. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really care this much about this battle and he just wants his friend to be safe. Mm-hmm. And from his perspective, you don't really see what's so wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually has a lot of... Uh, carry over in today's like political climate like the the apathetic people yeah. of like what's happening today and so rose comes up to finn and uh, she's mourning her sister and i think this is such an important thing is that Paige was the one who thought finn was the hero and told mm-hmm. and told rose about what finn did and why that made him a hero and so clearly rose gets to meet this this guy that her sister at one point idolized yeah we left the first order and my sister said like that's what a hero does is stand up and not run away when things get hard Mm -hmm. and so Paige has just sacrificed herself for these people and for and to be to live up to these heroes that she had which were Finn (laughs) which were Finn who at this point is trying to run away because things are hard (laughs) who wouldn't do the same thing for them yeah wouldn't even who wasn't even going to consider it. He was running away because things were hard. Yeah. And he wasn't about this, He and he was acting very selfishly. So Rose's heartbreak there is devastating, because, mm-hmm. like, her sister just died a true hero, and won't probably... Probably won't get the recognition should. for it. Her aspiration turned out to be a fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which it's is, really sad. It's so Because uh, I've seen though, some people like, at, like wonder why rose gets so upset so quickly and i'm like it's because the hero that not only she had but her sister had mm-hmm. and her sister believed in was and a tried fraud. to and replicated yeah like who didn't run away when things got hard and sacrificed her life for the resistance and 
Turns out that hero wouldn't even sort of think about making the same sacrifices for them yeah. at this point in the movie. Obviously, obviously that he, changes, he, but... he changes, and that's why I actually do believe, like, Rose's love for him at that point, mm-hmm. because she sees that he would have died for them, and that's, like, a big thing. Like, I would be like, I want to kiss you too now! I think I've talked about this before. One of my big flaws in The, uh, the Last Jedi... Is timing. Is th- they put a time on it. Mm-hmm. They said 18 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, you could have just told me we're running out of time and I would have been fine with that. But they tell me 18 hours. I'm like, mm, nope. Don't like it. Because you're, you're developing so much between these characters and they're developing so much. And then you tell me that all happened in less than two days? Mm-hmm. What did I do in the last two days? I can't think of what any time my life has changed that significantly in two days. Of course, I'm not fighting in a war. But <laughs> it just... I just wish they hadn't put an exact time on it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it could have been 18 hours, but just don't tell me it's 18 hours. Yeah. It's easier for me to believe these character growths. But regardless, this is a movie. So. Yeah. And um, so they go and she, she's taking him into the brig. She shocks him. Knocks him out. Yep. Just imagine, like. I'm laughing because I'm just now realizing that's the second time Finn's been branded a traitor. Oh, well, it's so poor Finn. Well, I mean more than twice, but... Well, it's it's kind of this nice parallel mm-hmm. of he's a traitor to both sides to the people in it. Mm-hmm. You kind of don't want to... And that's kind of what apathy does. Mm-hmm. You're a traitor to both sides if you're if you're apathetic to... Oh, absolutely. ...the cause, you know? Yeah. And... Well, I support you guys, but I'm not gonna do anything about... for it. Yeah, you might as well be our enemy. Yeah. It's also kind of reflect Finn... In the beginning of Force Awakens, basically, Rey sees him for the first time, and she's like, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, mm-hmm. because this droid told me that you were wearing his master's jacket. So you must be a thief. So you must be a thief. And then BB-8 even shocks him. Yep. And then Rose comes in and... Shocks him. Knocks him out, and she's gonna take him to the brig. But they come up with a plan for hyper... Which I, I do like that they're bringing up, because this is, I feel like, a part of Finn's character that c- can be utilized more, mm-hmm. is that... Finn grew up with the First Order. Yeah. So, he knows all this stuff. He wasn't just a sanitation worker. Yeah. Like, it, they made it they, seem like in the first movie. Yeah. They, they would... keep making that joke. Mm-hmm. Which, I get it. It's, it's yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, It's but... funny. But at least now they were like, oh no, he knows stuff about mm-hmm. how the ships work and stuff and, too. So. And in the book, like, before The Awakening, they do establish that he was a really good sharpshooter. Yeah. So I wish they kind of... We should bring that up at Address some point in time, that, rather than he was just this lowly, yeah. uh, not good at anything yeah. janitor. The only way they allude to it in the first movie is that he's able to shoot down, like, TIE fighters. <laughs> he, he actually hits something? Yeah, because he actually hits things. Yeah, like. that he's the best stormtrooper there was. He hit one thing. Yeah. Basically, they come up with this plan, and Rose decides to give him another, a, a second chance, and they tell the plan to Poe, and... I love little so let's blow it up, Poe. Mm-hmm. I like what you're thinking, but no, you weren't listening at all when Leia t- spoke to you last, were you? Okay, no, no, I wasn't. Uh-huh. I I was just looking at a mirror. In case you haven't noticed, I haven't learned my lesson yet. This <laughs> movie. <laughs> In case you didn't know, I'm very handsome and I can do whatever I want. Behind her was a window where I could see myself, and I was like looking good even after getting slapped. Very distracted. I don't know what Leia told me. I missed huh? it. Huh? What was what? I'm Poe. <laughs> I'm Poe Dameron. <laughs> the, the, this seems really interesting because without thinking too deep into it, 
Rose tries to chime in at a certain point because she's more knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and Finn kind of like he's like yeah, kind of jumps ahead of her, he which does. and starts talking over her, even though she knows more on the subject. But she's super assertive. Literally, herself right st- back. Yeah, 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 and literally stands right in front of her, mm-hmm. and she's just like she's like fuck you, I'm back, and she pulls up the map. So mm-hmm. she does. A, I do like that they show her like I'm not gonna fucking let you talk over me. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of drawing attention to the fact that this happens a lot to women, not only in cinema, but in real life. Yep. And they did it in a way that was pretty, pretty, like, obvious. Yep. And, and maybe enough to be- Super relatable. Yeah. It was pretty relatable. Maybe, hopefully, maybe people go, oh, yeah, interesting. Poe asks how they meet. Uh, Rose just says- just luck, I, yeah, I think. Th- yeah, I think she says just luck. And good like luck the- or bad luck. Yeah, and she right? says she doesn't know yet. And I think that's a really interesting moment, or, like, good moment, because she could have easily turned him in at that moment. But she's putting faith in him. And which is nice. They they shoot off into space, and they're gonna go, uh, they're gonna go do some technological shit that I didn't understand. They're gonna go do some stuff. They're going to deactivate the tracker, mm-hmm. and they won't notice until the biohexacrypt... Nope, the biohexacrypt was the the, the, the security system. Uh-huh. Um, they're not going to notice until the ship does a scan thing every six minutes. Uh-huh. By that time, it'll be too late, because yep. we'll already be gone. Duh. Science. Technology. Yeah. I. It's Star Wars. <laughs> this is high fantasy, guys. Mm-hmm. So... Let's, so now we're on a good old Canto bit. Yeah, Canto bit. Canto bite. Yep. The beautiful uh, world of Canto bite. Space Vegas. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to start off with on the Canto bite shit? No, besides just having my opinions on it. The first time I watched it, fine. Every other time I've watched it, I could do without it. It does set up. A few things here and there, but I think it's, personally for me, it's, like, my least favorite scene in the entire movie. And that's interesting because I I would say it's definitely not one of my favorite Mm -hmm. scenes, but I definitely enjoy it more each time rather than the first time. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, (laughs) I I would would flip on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just me. You know, I do think there's a lot of interesting symbolism yeah. in Canto Bite. Basically how you go to this uh, this entire city, how everyone is dressed in black and white. There's no gray tones in their outfits. It's mm-hmm. either black or white, mm-hmm. and they have silver and gold accents, which is basically just vanity. Yep. So I kind of really like this not-so-subtle mm-hmm. world that they're in. And and while like not much happened in Canto Bite, and I would have been interested to see some, like a more like kind of, like, comedic story or something hokey happening here. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for what necessarily, like, the plot points mm-hmm. in the Canto Bite, but I did like the the message that we came out of it. Yeah, with. I like the message that it portrays, but not how they portrayed it, if that makes sense to me. I think, I wish it had been directed differently, because it seems so... I don't even want to say hokey. It's just boring to me. It's just boring. You know, I, because I, I like, I actually do like it, but, mm-hmm. um, they're, so Rose and Finn, they're going there to find the Master Code Breaker. They're walking around and they go, and Finn just doesn't, Finn being 
the Finnish character that he mm-hmm. is at this point. Has no idea. Has about anything. You know, he nothing. Just, he just thinks this world is so beautiful, and growing up in the Forest Order, he's never seen prob- such luxury. Mm-hmm. And him thinking this world is just... Happy. Is happy and great, very much kind of reflects where Finn is as a human right now. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Rose kind of just gets upset that he's so into it and, and can't see the issues with it yet. Yeah. Because it seems like, it almost seems like willful ignorance, even though for Finn it's not, mm-hmm. but it's very it's reflective just, it's, of that. Yeah, it's just glamour, but you're not looking, you're not looking deep enough. Mm-hmm. So they go and they're watching the, the horse races, which breaks my heart. It turns out that oh, yeah. the, the fathers are Paige's, or were Paige's uh, favorite yeah. animal, mm-hmm. and she never got to see them in real life. Yep. So, breaks my heart. I know, I know. And... Yeah, Finn just asks why Rose hates this place because it is, they have all these beautiful creatures and Mm -hmm. these like really beautiful people Mm -hmm. and everything just looks very fancy. Mm -hmm. And Rose is just like, "Uh, take a deeper look. You think about what got these people to these places. Mm -hmm. And they look at the, like the, the, the horse master, the father master, mm-hmm. who's beating the kids who are basically trying to be nice to the nice to their fathers and like they're whipping the fathers and stuff like that. Yeah, and the yeah. little and the little baby Han, Luke, and Leia mm-hmm. are standing up, but they're just little kids, so they get knocked down mm-hmm. and see that these people have a shit ton of money. And what makes people a shit ton of money? War. War. And Rose is a little naive even at the point because she is a very uh, she fights for her cause, and she's very loyal to her cause, so she doesn't think that the resistance would work with people like that. like this, but uh, these people, they, they'll work with whoever makes them money. Mm-hmm. And so you learn later on, when they meet DJ, that the people who make weapons, they make weapons for the good guys and bad guys, and they, they have enough money that they don't care who wins this war. They're going to be fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. So and they would love for the war to keep continuing because they're just they're just making money by this war, and they don't have to take sides because it doesn't affect them. And I think, and that's where you see the the darker side of Finn's point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Finn starts to see it too, where you see how this apathetic kind of point of view is not great, even though Finn it's was doing it for other for for reasons that us as the audience are following him as a protagonist is, oh no, he's just trying to protect Ray and we like Ray too. So right. we want this. So we can totally understand where he's coming from. But then you go to a place like Canto Bite where all these people are technically do were in some way approaching some the, the life, war the and, war in the same way as yeah. Finn where they weren't going to take a side. They're just going to, they're just thinking about themselves and at a very basis level, it's very similar. And I think mm-hmm. that Finn can understand why Rose was so upset yeah. that he was he didn't care about the cause and he was going to leave the cause. Um, they get arrested because they parked on the beach. <laughs> uh, BB-8 eats a lot of coins. Does Mark Hamill is a goblin. Oh, you're the one that feeds it to him. Yep. Didn't find that out until like just very recently. Until our last podcast. Oh, is that where you told me? Yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. And they meet good old DJ, which stands for Don't Join. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Huh. You didn't know that? Nope. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, it stands for don't join. Interesting. I think it says don't join on his hat. I think that's oh, where it says it. In space language? In space language. In Orabish. Ah, got it. DJ reveals himself to be a, a codebreaker. Not the master codebreaker, nope. but a codebreaker. And who knows if Maz enjoys sex with him as much as she enjoys sex with B. Who knows? But we do know that DJ knows who Snoke is and knows where the throne room is. So they're, they're going to go... Get there. Get, get there. Finn and Rose don't actually trust him right away. So, but he does get them out of the prison, so they're able to leave. And um, DJ bonds with BB-8. B- then that's the most important bond in this whole movie. Yeah, that's actually my number one ship. You know, that oh my one... god, DJ DJ BB, how how we can make that like D DG BB? Wouldn't it just be like DJ Eight? DJ Eight is fine. It's fine. Yeah, fine. I guess. <laughs> That's BBJ. Right. <laughs> ah, that yeah. sounds... Ugh. Ugh, yeah. I don't like it. No, I'm into it. They go and escape on the five years, and they totally wreck the casino city. Mm-hmm. And beforehand, Rose says something about wanting to be able to punch a hole through this beautiful town. Mm-hmm. And I think there, there's something to be said, because you can already tell there that Rose does see beauty in the chaos, and the beauty in the... Like in and the corruption, in the corruption, yeah. and there's 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 certain aspects that you like you can't look away from, and she even admits to it. Mm-hmm. And so with the with the fathers, but clearly she's not she's not there to wreck shit. She's not she's not there to destroy the place. Mm-hmm. But with they let the fathers out, and obviously that's a just kind of happened. It just kind of happened. But Rose doesn't consider it a win. A win until all the fathers are free and. That for, so from the beginning of the end of her like first arc in this movie, she's you have the impression that she knows this destruction isn't worth it. This war isn't worth it if we're not coming home with something that we love. Yeah, because she just lost not, the thing that if we're not coming home saving something. Yeah, because she just lost the thing that most was most important to her, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to have to see other people go through that. Yeah, and that's why I'm like I don't want to say that Canto bite. Is like a worthless, worthless scene at all because we do see these beautiful better things. than the wrath tars. Yeah, because we do see these beautiful moments peek out through it. Like that's beautiful mm-hmm. when you think about like everything that she's gone through. Mm-hmm. Because in a, in a way, with what Poe just did, while they did definitely they destroyed like the dreadnought and all that stuff. What did they what What did they save? What nothing. I, basically, they thought they saved the fleet, but. They really didn't? They didn't. The fleet's still in danger. So, yeah, there's... What did they really come home with? And so we know that Rose really has this, like, differing point of view that... That actually makes her a great leader, Mm -hmm. that this war, this destruction, what we're fighting for isn't worth it if we're just destroying things. Mm -hmm. So, even though I hated this place and wanted to kick its ass, Mm -hmm. I got to do that, but also I freed all these animals. Yeah. Look at all these nice critters. Because when you think about it, yeah, they destroyed a dreadnought, but who's to say that they don't just have enough money to get another dreadnought? And also, Snoke's supremacy is now f- or is now following them. Yeah. Which is probably, I assume, way, way, way worse than yeah. the dreadnought. I mean, I don't, I don't totally know. I mean, we can gather that from when they're like, "Fuck that Snoke ship." Oh, uh, it's, it's huge. It's yeah. very big. Uh, so DJ comes and saves them. Rose is a good girl. Finn, Finn was, I love Finn's line about 
it felt good, though, to make them hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and Rose is like, well, I guess, but mm-hmm. this is the part that felt good to me, was yeah. the, the saving, saving the people. things. Yeah. And that's why Rose Chico was a good girl! She's a very good girl. I love her! I... Even I, though I would be fit in that situation. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we fucked the place up. They deserved it. Well, yeah, that's, that's you can understand where both people are coming from. Oh, and, absolutely. And I think that's, I would like to think I would be Rose, but I'd be fit. Well, I mean, <laughs> people are going to think, call the police on me, according to Tumblr. But even, like, Kylo's point of view is I know that it's wrong, but I get it. Oh, no, I, I absolutely get it right I am now. very angry with a lot of things. Clearly, it's not a great place to be at but i think you're supposed to be able to to see where both those characters are coming from and Mm -hmm. why they think they're doing a good thing or why they're happy or not happy about things that are going down dj comes in saves saves them bb for money for money rose offers well he alludes to it yeah he just alludes to the necklace and this is what i Again, I just, lo- I love Rose. Mm-hmm. Because Finn right away says, no, you can't, that means a lot, that necklace means a lot to her. You can't, you can't, you can't take that from her. And Rose is, Rips just it like off. how selfless she is. Mm-hmm. And she, basically she knows that her sister's memory kind of lives in her heart. And yeah. I think that's one of the messages of the movie. With the no one's really gone mm-hmm. kind of motif is that I'm we getting have, weepy. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> is that... Uh, pe- people like Han and Paige is like even if you don't have physical reminders of it because we see it even when Luke gives Leia the the dice yeah. and the dice and end even up not that being real. yeah they disappear and you're like <laughs> even if you don't have that they'll still always be with you mm-hmm. and Rose knows that and Leia knows that and we see all these characters find that in mm-hmm. this movie and Rose is just like fine here you go no questions asked like she had one it's little not like, gonna... hesitant thing but she's like that. This necklace isn't going to bring my sister back. No, and this is what Paige would do. Yep, there you go. A very selfless act. And DJ redeems himself a little bit by giving giving it back to her and being like, there you go. I just needed to conduct some shit. Conduct some shit. Also, I betrayed you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, I'm going to apologize. I'm about to, like, fuck you over. Like, really I was going to try to be better about swearing on the podcast, but never mind. DJ and Finn go and talk. Alone, Rose is not there for this discussion, which... She's flying. She's flying. She's doing stuff. Which I find this interesting that she's not part of this discussion. By the same time, it's a good scene for Finn to have alone. Yeah. Basically, DJ goes and he's kind of going through the ship and taking all the money. And (laughs) Finn's like, why are you doing this to your own ship? Oh. Because it's not your ship. Oh. And this is where DJ really drives point, like, home the whole canto bite the point of that plot he's just like well let's just go see who owns the ship will you feel so bad when we find out who owns the ship that i'm stealing from it let's see opens it up and you're like oh yeah you're right they uh they make weapons for the bad guys because finn listened to rose and believes rose that these people only make weapons for the first order right and that's what rose believes so she's not lying but rose honestly she believes just doesn't know and they're kind of flipping through it and oh look oh look there's an x-wing there they make uh, weapons for the resistance as well hmm. and th- finn sees how douchey that is mm-hmm. and finn just had to take a step back and go all right and in, in a s- different but similar way ah 
I ah, ah. my apathy is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very selfish, and you're only concerning about how you make it through this war. Yeah, and you're not thinking about anybody else, and his heart's in a very different place. But from the outside surface level, it's very, it's very similar. Apathy, no matter your reasons for it, is still apathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, they make it to the good old first order, and the the iron. I, we need to talk about that shot, clearly. That was a very important shot. The iron. Oh, okay, okay. That looks like the ship landing. Yeah, it's cute. It's a good, sh- it's a good shot. It's a very is, cute shot. Um, They go in and they're gonna go deactivate the thing. The thing. They're really close to do it. And then BB Hate stops them. BB Hate. What's, why such a hater, BB Hate? And Phasma shows up. And Phasma was... I, I don't like being overly critical, but fa- <sighs> of my critiques, Phasma was a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Because you were, you were so ready for the cool battle that they showed in the trailer, but then the trailer was basically the All whole battle, happens. and you were like, wait, and you were it? And you were kind of wondering why Phasma wasn't in the rest of the film at all. Yeah. there. I mean, there were plenty of scenes that Phasma could have just been... Like, with Hux, and even that opening scene, she could have just been, I don't know, but... I guess she is basically just, like, a ground, like, sergeant, so maybe she doesn't have any ranking in, like, political maneuvers, so maybe that's why she's not near Hux. I don't know. She's the same ranking as Poe. Yeah, but she's ground forces. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how the first order works. But it it was... I was like, when you're in space, you got more nothing. of this character, and no, me too. I, she, she like fake died the first time, and then died. I assume for real this time. I think so. I, I, I sure th- hope so. If she's alive after that, I'm gonna call bullshit. Well, that's like the hard part is because I love Gwendolyn Christie. I want Gwendolyn Christie, and Gwendolyn Christie loves being Phasma I know. so much. It's I mean it's the same thing with Ahsoka. Like I don't yeah. want Phasma to be dead. Yeah. I don't want Ahsoka to be dead, but narratively, that's the only thing that makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Otherwise, death means nothing. Yeah. Well, Ahsoka's a little bit different. Ahsoka's just yes. like, I like the character, so I want her to be still alive. Phasma's yes. like, I like Gwendolyn Christie, so I want her to continue going across to hers. Absolutely. Because she's are my hysterical. Biggest. She's a gem. If she ever did come back, she would probably be like a robot. She like a just, cyborg. She should just be a background. Oh! Yeah. Because there there was a, be a rumor okay deleted scene where Finn at one before Phasma comes in tries saying something to the troopers about yo the first order sucks yeah you're doing you're fighting for the wrong thing they're lying to you they're brainwashing you and which is a scene I've wanted since the first time I saw the Force Awakens I know and I'm so Me too. bitter that it was taking out and I'm hoping I'm hoping it was only taken out because. Next time he's gonna he's gonna do it in this next movie and it's gonna work. And it's because Jade that's gonna be Finn's arc for episode nine. That's what I hope. That's what I re- I still think they could have introduced it in this one. Yeah. But so at least you could have introduced it and people could like the troopers could have been whispering about it yeah, since then. It could have been yeah. Kind of like a growing mocking Jay kind of force. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I want so badly for Finn's character. It would have been so good and Really kind of given him, like, the step one of his hero moment of 
trying to save people, but... Yeah. Mm. Would have been really good. So we'll see why that was taken out, but... I, I, again, I am optimistic that it was removed because it's going to be a huge plotline in 9, and they didn't want to, like, Steal the sully that at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see, but they... Yeah, they have this... They get caught, and DJ turns against them, and that's the point where <laughs> they call him a snake, and that they like the snakes in this movie. I mean, it's the way that you can cuss without cussing. Yep. And I do love that when Kylo, when in the when he's in the silencer, and Hux calls him back and says that basically he has to come back to the ship because they can't track him from that far away. And Kylo basically just says fuck under his breath. Uh-huh. And just, but you don't hear it. You right. just kind of see him mouth fuck. And uh-huh. like, oh. Well, they can just be like, he said fine. He said criff. That's fine. <laughs> That's just a space swear. Yep. Um, yeah, DJ in Finnegan is fully recognizes that okay, he's a person that doesn't take sides to like an extreme, that he just does whatever benefits him. And this point just being brought home again and again. That apathy. And again, that this apathy, that this self selfishness is all like is awful. And I it's just being punched home to Finn. So you really see that his when he makes that sacrifice, what a what a big change that is. Yeah. And uh I I forgot exactly what the line is, but when DJ's talking to like, nah, you they'll blow you up today, you'll blow him up tomorrow. It's uh-huh. just business kid. And Finn says something like, you'll regret it or I'll change your mind or something like that, doesn't he? He just says it's not, it's, he just says, he says something refuting that Mm -hmm. and DJ's like, maybe, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, you might be right. Maybe there is like a good side, Mm -hmm. but right now he doesn't see it. Like characters like DJ don't see it. Mm -hmm. They just see it. This is a war. They don't see the good sides and bad sides. Um, Hence the don't join. That's why it's his name. And then things blow up. There's a really anticlimactic fight with Phasma. <laughs> BB's there. BB's there. BB, BB just murders. BB's kill count this movie? Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. BB, like, one Only of my person Tumblr that posts is, like, uh, like, B, like, The Last Jedi is about everyone fucking up except for BB having the best day ever because he just loves murder. Yep. And, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess Holdo. Yeah, Holdo has the biggest death count. Absolutely. My girl Holdo. Just the, the biggest murder of them all. Well, I mean. We don't. We technically don't know how many people she, how many people were able to escape. We don't know. We don't know. This is a part of. We know that Ray was. Yep. <laughs> Ray lived. Good job, Ray. We know Kylo. Uh-huh. Made it out. Hux. Made it out. It was good. Where's Mitaka? I think it was confirmed that Mitaka died in, in Starkiller, but you're gonna ask who Mitaka is. The little the little boy that's like, um, the first movie, not the little boy, but who's the one who Kylo chokes out in the first movie. For oh. being like, uh, the droid got away oh, with got a girl. It. And it's like, what girl? That's Mitaka. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the Resistance, they all make it back to... Now they're on crate. Now they're on crate, and then they gotta fight a big drill thing. <laughs> I 
guess it's sort of a drill. Yeah, it's like a light drill. Plasma drill. Or like a force drill, but not like the force. It's a kyber drill, technically, if it's made from the Death Star technology. Oh. Well, didn't even think about that. This is, like, because this is the part that's really interesting. At this point, the First Order has been seriously decimated as well. I guess it's more like a cannon. Sorry. Yeah, it is literally a cannon. That's That's what they call it. But... In, which makes it even all the more sad that no one comes and helps the resistance. Because yeah. there's not that many people here. Nope. This is a very Did small they number scale it? battle. Did they number how many people it was? It wasn't 35, was it? Where am I getting 35? It wasn't uh, that small, was it? The well, the First Order? No. No, the, okay. So the there was resistance. 400 people in the resistance. Mm-hmm. There was 30 transport pods. Mm. And by the time the transport light pods landed, I think there was maybe eight of them. Mm -hmm. And that was another one of my... Oh my god. ...issues that I had with the... (laughs) Just show some of the miss! That's all you had to do. Because you were shooting them down so fast. The scene when they're shooting down the transport pods happened so quickly that all of them would have been decimated in that time period. But yeah, we talked about this probably our third or fourth viewing. Yeah. Is... That easily could have been saw if you see some of the shots shoots missing. Yeah. So you're like, all right, all the, there's there's a lot of shots that are just missing in the meantime. They're just missing because they're just toying with them because they know that they have it. Mm-hmm. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. Or that they're just stormtroopers and suck. True. Either one is totally acceptable. <laughs> would, that's that in the eighteen put on, hours. Put then. on the new guys who haven't had any training. Yet. Yeah. They, they Throw just them. Boo pew pew. And you just see a couple of shots miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so they're on, they're on good old crate. And Finn and Rose, they they land on there. And Poe is like, all right, good. Glad you guys are safe. But where Wait. the fuck is BB-8? Where is my BB? And they, they actually have, like, the cutest reunion. They do. That's the real relationship of this movie. The forehead touch is so good. The belly scratch and the forehead touch. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. And... Best acting whole movie. Sorry. See, this this is where we know Poe has learned something, but it's it's not vocally said to the degree I would have loved it to. Yeah. I would have really liked Poe to maybe even acknowledge it to Rose because it's kind of Poe's fault that Paige yeah. died. <laughs> and yeah, we talked about this in our uh, like more Holdo discussion. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where Poe and Holdo's talk is. It's in our... Two, episode two weeks ago, so in case you're a little confused about that, it's it's in there. And, yeah, I would have just... I know that, that you know he learned something, but... We should have just been dri- driven home a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially for... Especially for, also, Leia to let him make the decisions like that. Because when Poe's like, let's go follow these things, and Leia's like, you listen to him. Like, why? What? What? I know you, you saw him turn around. I don't know. It It's one of those things that it's in the movie, but I would have liked I would have liked to see Poe be punished a little bit more than he was. Because mm-hmm. it just kind of seemed like he got rewarded. Yeah. At every turn. For basically. for basically getting a lot of people killed because he can't listen to authority. Yeah. But maybe he learned from Holdo, who... who was able to make the hard sacrifices for her team, even though none of that was technically her fault. Yeah. So, we'll see. But they, uh, going forward, Resistance comes in. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're in their little speed shooters. And this is where 
Um, I'll let you talk about it, because you were the one that actually got into this fight with the guns. Yeah. Okay. So, got into a fight over New Year's with a friend who was like, well, what it, What were they even going to do? What was their plan? The plan was always to suicide in. And pay in that, not Paige, I'm sorry. And Rose ruins that for Finn. Didn't that seem weird to you? And I was like, the plan was not to suicide in. The plan was to shoot it down. You just had to wait till you get into range. And he was like, no, the plan was always, those things didn't even have guns on it. And I was like, yeah, they do. You can see them in the movie. When Finn gets into the actual, like, tractor beamy thing, you can see his gun start to melt away. He was like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't obvious that those were guns. They never said it. Which they do. Mm-hmm. Like, there, at one point when uh, they're still going in and Post first starts turning people around, mm-hmm. Finn goes, no, I'm staying on track, like, my guns are hot. Mm-hmm. Literally says that his guns are ready to fire. Yeah. So, it, it is, like, one line, mm-hmm. but it, you can't argue that it's not there. Yeah. And also, did you really think their plan was always just to Go in and suicide bomb this? That would be totally counterintuitive to everything we've learned this entire journey. <laughs> what a Like, are you but kidding was... me? Poe learns absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Poe learns nothing. Finn learns nothing. And Rose is like, this is what my sister did, so we're gonna do it too. No. It, uh, no. Yeah, that, that's an argument that upsets me because like even if you missed the line where finn mentions they have guns and they're ready to shoot and you also miss them showing the guns melting yeah you should you should they've said i mean they haven't said up to this point rose has, doesn't have her line yet but they've shown like destruction for the sake of destruction means nothing people dying just to Blow things up means nothing. And, like when so when why would Paul they go and do it again? Leading this mission again? Yeah. For him to basically go into leading this mission, he's like, all right, mission? thinking it was a suicide run. Yeah. That that makes no sense for this arc whatsoever, and for Leia to let him do it. Yeah. He's like, ah, she's distracted with Luke right now. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go in. I roll. Got into the biggest heated argument about it. You and- see the guns melt. Yeah. There's. You see the point in the film where Finn. Is like, oh, I guess this is a suicide run. Yeah. Because his guns melt. Yes. And he's like, all right, now I'm going to do the ultimate Mm -hmm. sacrifice. This is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. That uh, I'm picking my side. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to to die for my side so these people can live. Yeah. And imagine thinking that Finn should have died and Rose shouldn't have had her hero moment. Just... Because Finn still that. has his hero moment. That's still a hero moment. He just didn't die. Yeah. They both just got to have hero moments. Yep. Finn. And we got to keep the characters. Exactly. You you got to see Finn was willing to make the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You got to see Finn choose a side mm-hmm. and realize that fighting for a side is more important. And you and Rose got to fight for what she believes in, which is always... Saving people. Which is saving people. Mm-hmm. Which is are saving the things that she loves. And mm-hmm. she gives them a little smooch. Mm-hmm. And I... Because like, it's not like the most heated smooch. People are like, no. there was no heat in it. I'm like, well, it's because it's a really innocent thing. Yeah, it's it's really innocent. And also she's very hurt. She's very hurt. And it's more of a... 
you were willing to die for us. Yeah. Like, when I met you, you were... Getting, a selfish boy! You were wanting to get the hell out of Dodge, and my sister had just died protecting us, and you were, and now you're willing to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so you are the hero that my sister thought you were. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. I and love it. So and then Finn drags her, drags her unconscious body. I thought I was so afraid Rose was gonna die. Me too. There was. I was like, was, "Don't you dare!" There were a lot of rumors that Rose died in this movie. I think it's just because people saw her owied. Because back in the good old days, it was leaked that Ray died in The Force Awakens. Interesting. Yeah, because people saw her like unconscious in the snow scene. Uh huh. So they just like, oh, she's dead. Ray died. Yeah, okay, guys. All right. But I guess at that point in the advertising, they they were super keeping Rey a secret. That's so true. So you didn't really know how important her character... She, you didn't know that she was, like, the story was told from her point of view. <laughs> but... Yeah. That was their mistake in the advertising point, but whatever. Um, yeah, so they, they drag each other back. Luke and Kylo have their little... Their fight. Their fight... But, I mean, that's basically the end of the Resistance storyline. Basically, until they find Rey. And they all hug. And it's cute. And it's cute. And it's like, let me get a blankie for, for, for Rose. Because she hurt. And tuck, tuck. Tucks her in and it's cute. And it's really cute. Well, Kelly Marie Tran's just so cute. She's very cute. I, I, I love her. And, yeah, again, we talked about it. Like, we're, I think Leia was a little too... Easy with, like, giving Poe back the leadership. Without without Poe, like, really having a moment of punishment. Just just me personally. You do see that he's learned. Yeah. But. I still think there should have been. But you don't feel like he feels bad about it yet. Yeah, that's it. So I hope that he has some sort of PTSD about it or something about it next movie. Mm-hmm. Or even just a line where he's like, no, we don't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. Where they're like, well, we'll just go in guns blazing. And he's like, no, we don't do that anymore. That's how people get killed. Something like that. Yeah. Just a throwaway line where I'm like, all right, boys learned. <laughs> the boy learned something. Okay. Fine. And so, yeah, that was, that's the resistance arc. And I feel like, yeah, besides Poe and Holdo, which we, yeah, we talked about. I, I, I keep talking about that, but we talked about that too. We talked about I don't want to, I just don't want people to think that we ignored it. Um, in short, though, just, hey, Holdo did everything correct when it comes to communicating with a, uh, person who was recently demoted for not listening to leadership. Yeah. There was no part of her that should have told him that That should have trusted him. Because the plan involved it, involved it, Mm. involved maximum secrecy because... If also, someone else heard. If someone else heard, which guess what? They did, and that's how the First Order found out and found out the sh- found the ships. And that's how everyone died. Yeah. It was expecting Holdo was doing all the preventive action to stop the things from happening, but they happened anyway. Yep. Which is kind of what happens to all the force sensitive kids and their visions. That they keep going, Hey, let's stop all these things from happening in our force visions. That's true. And then oh crap, they happened anyway. Ah oh, shit. Shit, man. God. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to bring up with the good old resistance? Is it? Is this? This might sound like we're let. I'm like tooting our own horns. But like after having this discussion, I'm more okay with the B plot than I was before having this discussion with you. 
Because, like, while I knew that all those things narratively were there, the more, now that we've dived, like, really deep into it, I'm like, you do learn a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't think most of the audience grabbed that, because even a lot of it goes over my head. B-plot definitely is a multi-view kind of plot. Yeah, it Um, is. Yeah, it it definitely takes more watches to grasp, because the A-plot's a little more... Because the kind of the only thing you get out of B-plot after the first time you see it is, well, that was a waste of time because all those people died. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you just kind of get that the only lesson that was learned was failure. Yeah. And, which is not, which is not a bad lesson in accepting failure, but there's, there's actually a lot more in it. It's just a huge character journey, Mm -hmm. which is, which is nice. Yeah. But in a way of failures, I think just so much because I'm so afraid of failure it's harder for me to see all the things that they learned from mm-hmm. it. So, that's, a, that's like, a personal bias. Yeah. So, after having the discussion, I feel better about B-plot. There you go. Go. Come, come see and, and we hope you have two audience. <laughs> uh, this was the Reading Rainbow. I don't know, that seemed very PSA. It did, actually. <laughs> but uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm sure we'll talk about all of these subjects again more in the future yeah. when I actually feel like taking notes. And this was more just an open forum. Yeah. And if there's anything in the drawing of an elf boy. I like that elf boy. If there's any other things that we missed that you guys were like, I was really hoping you guys would talk about this. Just tweet at us. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure we missed something. Oh, absolutely. I I literally lie in bed every night just thinking about, (laughs) oh my God, this meant so much. And I forget about it always. I could type it down. Type it down. But if you typed it down, you would never sleep. No. You would just be on the computer all night with your brain racing. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes if you want to. And, yeah, we'll see you next week for our solo oh, yeah. discussion. The podcast might... We'll, we'll see when you can record because the podcast might come a little bit earlier in the week than usual just because we want to talk about the trailer. But maybe not because maybe I won't care that much. So, uh, thank you for listening. I'm CT. I'm so.